It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Where have you been? I had meetings, man. I, I was doing stuff for the show. For the show. Did you get stuff sorted out for next week? I did, actually. I'm pretty excited, but it's like such a bittersweet thing we do. Oh, hello, everybody, by the way. Welcome to After 9. Welcome to After 9. Um, so we do something on the radio, on our radio show, 91.5 The Beat in Kitchener, that we're actually continuing on from our last radio job. It's the 8th Annual Scott and Cat's Christmas List is what it's called. What we do is we ask people to nominate someone that aren't that may not have a good Christmas for whatever reason. And we want to give them gifts and money and stuff, whatever the case is. Basically, it's Christmas in one convenient package. And we give it to you to give to someone else, the person who needs it. That's why we ask you to nominate it. It's pretty cool. And we started on, on Monday, but it's a bittersweet thing because... Part of the tough job happens this week where we sift through all of the hundreds and hundreds of nominations that we get and we have to read horrible story after horrible story. And it sucks that there's so many people suffering right now and have been through tragedies and are just barely scraping by or whatever the case is. Um, But I read through some of them and I was just meeting with our wonderful promotions team uh, to just discuss how it's going to happen on the radio starting Monday. So anyway, Christmas isn't a happy time for a lot of people. Yeah, I know. And it's sad because I'm lucky in that I don't think of it that way. I've had a great experience growing up. And then when you read these things, you realize, like you said, it's not that way for a lot of people. Some people get extreme anxiety around Christmas time, knowing mm-hmm. that people are going to be looking at them going, what are you buying people? What are you doing? You got to spend money on this and spend money on that. And they don't have the means to do it or they're just not in a good place. Or watching that clock tick down getting closer knowing yeah well by the time i actually get a paycheck in i've got a decision do i pay the bills or do i buy christmas stuff and it's a real tough call particularly if you've got kids at home absolutely uh all right so you can hear that on air next week or you can hear ripoff versions of it just about everywhere right now it seems that way (laughs) so frustrating um we didn't do a podcast yesterday, so here you go. It, it's your after nine fix for a Thursday. Uh, we are now two weeks from Boxing Day. Yes. I love Boxing Day. Boxing really Day is great. I'm one of those people who gets up at the time I get up for work, and I will be in line at whatever store I want to go to for the door crashers at 6 a.m. when they open. Didn't you get enough on Black Friday? No, I didn't go out on Black Friday at all. Oh, I did. I do most of my shopping Black Friday, but I shop for myself on Boxing Day. Do you know what Baby Yoda is? So, yes and no. I know that this Baby Yoda thing is absolutely adorable and it's being shared online. You find it adorable? I think the Baby Yoda's cute. Yeah, it reminds me of a little, uh, Yoda reminds me of a little gremlin. Oh. Adorable. Similar ears, I suppose. Um, Now, people have signed, and a lot of people have signed, a petition for Unicode to break protocol and not as part of a mass release, but to specifically create... A baby Yoda emoji. Oh, Uh, oh, that's cute. Y'all got to be very careful with what you sign petitions on because it's becoming very difficult to take online petitions seriously. When you get thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people signing a petition to get a baby Yoda fucking emoji, Mm -hmm. it really means it's harder to take you seriously when you sign the petition demanding action on climate change now. Because it seems like you'll sign an online petition for just about anything. Really? That was your concern? Okay, well, we need our government to step up and completely go carbon neutral by 2030. And we'd also like a baby Yoda emoji. Yes. Like, come on. I'm okay okay (laughs) with that, though. You can like one thing and like the other. You can care about you, Baby Yoda and care about climate change. You can't be that passionate about both. 
Sure you can. No, you cannot. You can sign a petition for anything. You can sign a petition for whatever the fuck you want to sign a petition for. Yeah, but I can't take you seriously when you're here demanding it. We need action now. Carbon neutral by 2030. Let's do it by 2025 if we can. And get me the goddamn Baby Yoda emoji, (laughs) quick. I admit a petition to get an emoji seems ridiculous. I get it. But uh, I'm okay with that. It's fun. (laughs) It's light. (laughs) Keeping it cool. I guess. Uh, uh, That's what I want to do when I finally run and get elected and somebody hands me a petition. I want to know every other. You want to cross-reference it with all the shitty, weird petitions that people have signed? I want every other petition they've signed. Like, if you sign a petition (laughs) demanding that uh, we lower vehicle emissions, great. I can get behind you. However, if you also signed uh, a petition demanding that uh, sex shops be open 24 hours a day and you felt just passionate about that, it's a little harder to take you seriously. All right, fine. Passion (laughs) is passion wherever it might lie, Scott. I don't know. I'm okay with it. Oh, by the way, uh, the teachers announced today, the teachers union, that they're going to um, launch a court challenge against the government's cap here in Ontario that there will be no more than 1% pay increases. And I wanted to mention this the other day, but we didn't have a podcast yesterday. So I'm getting it again on Twitter. These people with nothing better to do that are trying to shame various influencers and media that they think might not agree with them. Mm -hmm. So case in point, and it's so contrived. I mean, it's an organized effort. Out of nowhere the other day, I got like three different DMs. Hey, do you mind explaining to me why you uh, support the Ford government instead of the union? I thought, well, that's awfully coincidental. I wonder what the hell happened. And then another person didn't even bother to DM me. They just shamed me on Twitter. How dare you? Your listeners are teachers, and I can't believe that you would support the government over the, the teachers and blah, blah, blah. That's terrible that you're retweeting. The thing is, I didn't retweet. I didn't retweet a thing. All I had done was I favorited it. So let me do this here now before you decide you want to jump on me for that. I use Twitter as one of the means of collecting uh, various stories that I use in the morning for the news. And I do the news four times every morning. So when the education minister gives a news conference, I might click like because the next morning at 4 a.m. when I come in here to write the news, it's a lot easier just to go back to the five or six tweets that I liked the day before, and it's really easy to access your own liked tweets. So I will just go to those and reference those tweets. It's almost like a way of saving the tweet. See, to save myself from the pain in the ass, things like that, why don't you just screenshot them? I screenshot everything. If I have prep, I I see during the day that I want to mention in the morning, I just screenshot it because then people don't know what I'm screenshotting and they don't think something that they shouldn't be thinking. First off, you shouldn't be going through other people's tweets to find out who likes what and determine that you're on their side. I didn't retweet a fucking thing. But if it shows up when you like something, though, I've had Scott Fox likes this. Exactly. Okay. well, listen, as I have explained, Countless times before, maybe this will be the last one. I hope it is. Knock on wood. If I like a tweet, it doesn't necessarily mean that I like a tweet. It means that I've read it. And same with on Facebook. There's no red button. You got to click like. But you don't have to. I never, I can I say I barely click like or favorite unless it's actually something pertaining to me or something that I went out of my way to lo- be like, that's great. And I'll like it. 
I never like anything. I don't think I should have to feel bullied about my social media by people who read way too much into a like. And I'll give some of these people credit. I I guess there's some sort of like a union war room where they sit down and strategize about how we're going to shame the various people that disagree with them. I guess that's what it was because I did get all these tweets all out of the blue. And one person actually asked me, do you mind if I ask, like, do you need more information about the other side? And I thought, oh, all right. Uh, No, I don't need it. Uh, I'm not going to go into my personal life, but let's just say I'm very well versed on what's going on in the classroom. But I've got all the information. I just liked it because I wanted to reference it the next day or I thought I might be able to use it for a blog post. And for you that asked, I appreciate that. Didn't have to go on Twitter and and do this big public thing to the person who actually sent out a tweet publicly and tagged everyone from the OSSTF to OECTA to my employer. How dare you and your teachers or your listeners are teachers. Yeah, I didn't retweet a thing. Yeah, not a damn thing. And when I asked her, what are you talking about? She deleted the tweet. It did get deleted. So I think that that was her way of realizing she was in the wrong. Yes. I think so. Um, It's funny you mentioned that, though. The other day I saw you liking a tweet about someone's at the gym, her ass is burning or something. I thought, yeah, that's just Scott, though. (laughs) Scott will just like things. That's just how Scott rolls on Twitter. Like he says, that's how he does it. And, yeah, not everyone does it like that. Just because you click something doesn't mean that, you know, it's everything. But to some people it is. Anyway. Yeah. If If I reply... That means I'm fully engaged fully in it. Fully engaged. Like Otherwise, it. Otherwise, you're just skimming by, right? Yeah. Kind you know what? Thing? Even if I retweet it, I'd say that was a commitment to that tweet in some way. Right. Don't read into a like and think, well, fuck this guy. We got to get all over him. Sure. But you know what, though? They were doing the same thing during the election. It's an organized effort from a certain person or a certain group, and this is just how they like to do things. They like to try and shame people into shutting up. All right, you can keep tweeting me if you want. You can tag my employer, yeah. but I really don't think they care Go that ahead. I liked a tweet from the education no, minister. We're not gonna ha- We've had a meeting about many things, and that one will not be one. Yeah, well, Scott, what you privately liked on your own per- personal Twitter account, yeah, I'd like to talk to you about that. Yeah. It never comes up. No. Um, it's a frustrating time because we are getting so close to Christmas, and the kids have now asked me, what do you want for Christmas? Yeah, because you're dad, and dads are the worst to shop for. I hate that question. So now I have to sit here like an asshole going through the Flip app trying to find things that I might like, when in reality I don't want or need anything. I would love for them to not spend any money, sure. but I know that's not going to suffice not, for them. That's not going to happen. Find something. Uh, what flyers are you looking at? Out okay. Cur- so, out of curiosity. Uh, you, are you on like the Canadian Tire flyer? I did look at Canadian Tire. Okay. Yeah. A- absolutely. I looked at Best Buy. Circle a couple of like cheaper-ish items so that they don't feel like they have to spend a lot, right? That way you'll still get them not spending too much on you. I love the Long and McQuaid one. That's a good flyer. Beautiful. That's my dad's favorite. That's yeah. my go-to spot for my dad. See, what sucks is there are so many things in here I actually want, but I can't tell them I want it because it's too much money and I don't yeah, want them to spend that. That's like, the thing. you got to find the lower ball. Look at that. There. That auger for ice fishing is $175 <laughs> off. You don't You don't ice fish? But I might. And no, then I would have an no. auger if I ever wanted to. Oh, my to. God. No. That's how you end up with a lot of shit, That's isn't it? That's how you end up with a lot of stupid shit. Yeah, like I, I, I can't imagine a scenario where I would need this uh, uh, mat in my kitchen, but yeah, if I had it, I might use it. Okay. But I'm not going to tell them that I want it for that much money. And you're kind of particular. So when it comes to booze, you don't like people buying you booze. I get it. Uh, yep. 
I get it. Um, what about you like golf? And obviously it's not the season to golf, but what about like an indoor, is there like an indoor golf place you enjoy? Or do you, if you're not outside golfing, you're not golfing? It's called Florida. That's where we golf gotcha. when it's cold outside. So tickets to Florida is what you want. Thank you. I'd like a trip to Florida <laughs> and green fees at Trump International. Yeah. Oh, and don't fucking at me because I would play a Donald Trump golf course. It has nothing to do with his politics. He just happens to design nice golf courses. Do you hate getting gift cards? What if you asked him to get you a gift card for, or is that, that's not really that personal, right? I'm not really big on gift yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Don't like appliances. And like you said, I really don't like it when people buy me booze for holidays. But that was just growing up. I was always told, booze isn't a gift. It's a treat it's for a, you. It's a, <laughs> it's a treat. Sorry, when I mean growing up, I mean like from my mid-20s on when I was married. Got you. Got you. <laughs> The top Google searches came out. You had that this morning in yeah. What's Trending. Yeah. Were you surprised at all at what people are Googling? Sometimes, yeah. Like, who should I vote for was one that hit me as a, as an interesting one. They kind of narrowed it down to different categories. So there was a who, there was a why, there was a what. Um, and then there were just top trending items. So no surprise here. A lot of Raptor stuff. Raptors, we had the NBA champions um, close to home. So that didn't shock me at all. Uh, who Googled, who do I vote for? Who do I vote for? Many people. Like, that was... The top trending who but was who do I vote for? Were they hoping, though, that Google would tell them, oh, you should vote for Trudeau? Yeah. I know. <laughs> You're going to take a BuzzFeed fucking quiz? Like, here, based on what kind of toppings you like on your pizza, you should vote Green Party. Yeah, I see all the shit that goes on in this house, and I think you should definitely vote Green. <laughs> what? How do you know that, I Google? Know, it's so How stupid. You know it's so stupid. But you know that people Google things all the time, don't you? You Google weird things. You just Googled something you talked about in the After I'm podcast last time. Yeah, how to get the toilet roll out of the toilet when you accidentally flush it. (laughs) By the way, the toilet is still flushing fantastic, by the way. Not even a little bit slower. Everything is going great. Can I see your, can can you name off some of your searches? Uh, how do I do that? What do I have to type okay, to initiate Okay, so just that? go to Google yep. and then hit search. And then the last, the last several things that you searched for. Uh, okay, Google. This isn't necessarily our top Googles, but we can mention a couple ones unless yours are, you don't want to mention yours. You can take a pass on one. Okay, so what do I just click in the search thing? Yeah, click on the search bar. Oh, it's pretty boring. Leaf schedule, Raptor schedule, NFL schedule, OSSFTF Twitter. <laughs> oh my God, that is boring. Mine's not, I mean, mine's not that exciting. Uh, okay, first of all, Scott Cat Podcast, because sometimes that's easier than for me going to the podcast, finding the link and sharing it with people on Instagram. The Irishman Instrumental. Why did I? I didn't search that. That was a mistake. I think it automatically filled in. I hate when it does that. But I was looking for something in the Irishman. Jimmy Hoffa. I did search that. Extra. So did I. I did search Jimmy Hoffa. What did happen to Jimmy Hoffa? I know. I remember it, but I don't really remember I, it. I, I don't remember. I didn't know about him at all until I watched that. Uh, Real Canadian Superstore Hours. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ring. Contact us. The Ring uh, doorbell. You were trying to contact the doorbell people. I, the company of Ring. Why? Correct. Well, I, when I sold my house, I gave away the ring doorbell because he wanted it. Fine. But the problem is when you have, and I, this is what I learned and why I had to contact ring, uh, it was still on my account. So I still own the doorbell. So it was, it's very secure company. I'll give ring that because when he tried to overtake the ring device and make it his own, he could not, he needed my permission. So I had to contact ring, get them to take it completely off of my profile and then now he can that's good that they've got that established though i'm sure you're not the first person to sell a house where the ring doorbell was included no that's what they said they said it's easy to take your devices on and off but it has to be that person to do it it had to be me to do it okay makes sense uh 
Anything else in your searches? Uh, no, that's about it. That all I'd wish to disclose right now. <laughs> Interesting proposal out of the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, UK doctor was on the Today Show the other day, and he was talking about the labels that we have on all of our food products now, right? Everything's got a label, and it explains how many calories, how many right. grams of fat. The nutritional labels, yeah. Carbs, sugar, that sort of thing. Yeah. So his proposal is that since that information is now basically in one ear and out the other for most people, they don't even pay attention to it, or since people don't fully understand what that means, he wants to put more labels on things, but more useful labels. So he wants to put, for example, if you buy a box of mac and cheese, he wants to put on there how much exercise you'd have to do to burn off that box of mac and cheese. Interesting. That would be a valid, worthwhile proposal in his mind. Does that work for you? Um, I read nutritional labels. I'm one of those people, so I'm good with it as it is. I'm good with it as it is, to be honest with you. So you understand, though, that if it's got uh, five grams of sugar, what that equates to and what you have to do to burn it off. Totally. And I look at carbohydrates mainly because uh, we're keto in my house. So I'm mostly looking at carbs, subtracting fiber, doing all the things that keto people do. I pay much more attention to the label now than I ever used to. And because I have kids, I look on their labels. And when I'm at the grocery store, that's like all I do. And some things will surprise you because sometimes I, I'm like, ew, that's probably trash. But I pick up the label and I go, wow, it actually only has four grams of sugar compared to this 16 gram of sugar granola bar over here. Well, fuck that. I'm going to go with this one. The lower grams of sugar. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think this guy's onto something, but this isn't necessarily the solution. Putting in how much exercise you have to do because there's only really a couple different things that they could fit on the label. And are they going to choose what? An exercise bike? Are they going to choose walking, running, jogging, whatever? Who knows? What would be particularly helpful is if they made the serving sizes accurate. For example, nobody, and I repeat nobody, in the history of shitty food that you buy at the grocery store has ever eaten a quarter of a box of KD. Put down there how many calories are in the whole fucking box. That yeah. would make more sense because people eat the whole box. They do that. And and then there's people who don't really read the serving size at the top. They're like, oh, it's not bad, man. It's only, you know, 120 calories. Yeah, for one seventeenth of the box. You ate the entire box. Thank you. Yeah. Nobody in the history of the world yeah. has ever eaten a third of a can of ravioli. They do that to make themselves look better, though. You see why they do it, because some people don't read things. Translate it into realistic serving sizes. Yeah. That would make more sense. And you know what else? Those labels don't come on the stuff you make at home. Mm-hmm. You can go out and buy a delicious fucking turkey for Christmas, and that's great. It's going to go in the oven, and you're going to butter up the breasts with, with butter and bake it for hours. Okay. How many calories are in that fucking turkey once I eat a third of it or once I eat uh, a leg and and half the breast? That would be useful information. I know how many calories are in a box of mac and cheese. I know how many calories we are in know, a can of ravioli. Nobody picks it up thinking, this is good for me. I'm going to eat this because it's good too, right? Can't we all agree with that? Sure. Or there should be one central place that you can go. Like calories.com, labels.com, somewhere like that where you can look up everything else. Hey, uh, you do keto. Okay, well, there's a few times when I've thought, oh, some of the things about keto are really good. Thinking about making Brussels sprouts tonight. Where can I go to get calorie and sugar and carbohydrate information on Brussels sprouts? Mm-hmm. You can't. You've just got to Google. Are Brussels sprouts keto friendly? And even at that, they don't always agree. There'd be a, It would be a great resource if there was a place we could go 
to find out about just about everything. I feel like they do. Ha- do they not have that? Where do you go? Yeah. No, well, I read labels. Yeah, but on fresh food, there isn't any. Well, if you buy prepackaged, which is terrible, but oh, sometimes I, you. I know I hey, have some of those way, Brussels sprouts. Speaking Costco, of, man, Costco. What do you want? Speaking of prepackaged, uh, my closest grocery store is a Longo, so I find myself there regularly. How come if I buy a whole pineapple, it's three dollars and ninety nine cents? But if I want the pineapple, where all they've done is cut the the rind off, right, and and taken a decent amount off in the process. How come that's seven ninety nine? Is it really worth four dollars to cut up a pineapple? Because if it is, I'm going to go into business cutting up pineapple. This is what you need to ask yourself before you buy these. And trust me, I I get what you're saying here. This is why it's cheaper to buy from bulk a box of this, right? That's why it is cheaper. People like a convenience factor, and sometimes it's worth it. I'll give you an example: shredding cheese. Okay, do you love shredding cheese? Not particularly. So do you buy shredded cheese? I buy the bag of shredded cheese when it's on sale. So I'll buy like four or five of them and stick three of them in the freezer. Because I think we all know that usually buying the large blocks of cheese is much, much cheaper and then shredding it. But you you have to question your own value of time. Is my time valuable... To the point where I can spend $2.50 more to get this bag of pre-shredded cheese. Yes, in some cases. When, you're, when you have a busy, busy life, whatever the case might be, you do that. And it all depends. To each their own. Some people have time to do it. Some people enjoy peeling things and cutting things up. Other people just want to fucking grab it and go. <laughs> right? Sure. I, I don't love that the pl- the amount of plastic use. I think that that should be reduced. That's what bothers me the most, actually. It's not even about the money to me. It's about the use of plastic. I hate it. No anyway. packaging when you just buy the actual pineapple. Yep. You just moved into a new house. Let's say, for example, you moved in. First day there. Sun goes down. Time to flick on the Christmas lights and see how all the neighbors have decorated theirs. I tweeted this out. I got it from Facebook. Let's say you look across the street at your new neighbors and that's how they've decorated their house. Oh my God. <laughs> I wonder, I'm just trying to think of what I would tell my children that is. <laughs> that's a big dick on a roof. It's a big light up dick. She and balls. thought, dick and balls. She thought, she's a 24 year old from Kansas. And by the way, for whatever reason, we have a lot of listeners in Kansas to this oh, podcast. Oh, right so on, if, Kansas. If you're the Kansas listeners, we appreciate you. Maybe, you. maybe you're this person. Maybe you're the 24-year-old from this area. Why would you put a giant light-up dick on your roof? Why would you do that? And, and she's since taken it down. Sorry, her name is Shelby, and she's from Lenexa, Kansas. Shelby, what was going on with you when you thought, I gotta climb up the ladder and put a dick up there on the roof in lights. Did someone dare her? She, no, she knew it was a dick, right? It's not like she mistook that for another shape. She thought it was like a. I shape was trying of to a, make a dinosaur, shape of a country or something. No. Like no, it's just no. She knew what countries look like a dick. I don't know. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you there's one that looks like a dick. <laughs> There's a good question. Reach out to us and let us know which countries you think look like a dick. I don't want it on my search history, so you guys do it. <laughs> you tell me. She took it down after about four days when she said she received some negative feedback. But she said after it went up, people were like driving through the neighborhood, taking pictures of her dick. <laughs> I'm just thinking if you're a pilot overhead, too. Like, no, look at that. <laughs> and if and you look, look at, there's the dick house. <laughs> and if you look out to the left, oh, don't look out to the left. <laughs> 
It's kind of a funny idea if you don't like your neighbors, because uh, the really the only people who don't have to look at your roof yeah. is you. Everybody else has to see it, and if there's a giant dick up there, eh, have at it. The more the merrier. There's, I would love to know the real reason why she did that. I'm very curious. She's probably horny as fuck. That's probably what it was. She's got dick. She was on just the telling Santa what she wanted for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Stop here, Santa! Santa! (laughs) Jimmy's ready for you! Tomorrow's After 9 podcast will feature missed connections. Leave us a review, hit subscribe, and stop creeping what people like on Twitter. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. Have a good one, everybody.